This week on Aliens Explored, in a change to our advertised programme, we will be looking at a much more immediate story of an alien encounter in Las Vegas. Upon hearing something coming crashing out of the sky, one family was disturbed by eight-foot-tall creatures skulking in their backyard. The YouTube video produced by one of the family members has been met with widely varying responses. This episode of Aliens Explored is dedicated to our Explorer of the Week, Dean Andwani. Check out our Patreon on patreon.com forward slash aliens explore. Aliens Explored is a weekly podcast exploring famous and obscure cases of UFO sightings, alien abductions and other strange events from both a believing and a sceptical perspective whilst keeping an open mind. I'm Stu Jackson, a professional actor and amateur ufologist with a particular interest in the crop circle phenomenon. I'll be debating that otherworldly visitations are real. The truth is out there. And I'm Neil Kelly. I'm a professional actor as well and used to work for the military as an intelligence analyst. I'll be arguing from a more doubtful point of view. I mean, it's all a bit far-fetched, isn't it? Welcome back, listeners, to Aliens Explored, your weekly podcast where we look at mysterious skies, strange UFOs, historical events, the people behind it all, and much, much more, all connected with ufology, of course. I am one of your hosts, Stu Jackson. And I'm your other host, Neil Kelly. Hello, Neil. Now, before we get into hellos, and I know we've got something very important before, hello. to talk about. Okay, yeah. <laughs> before we get down to the business of hello, let's. Uh, <laughs> yeah, let's just say, so so the eagle-eyed listeners will have noticed that actually the title of today's episode is different to the one we said we were going to do last week. Yes. So last week's episode was the Heaven's Gate one. Yeah, uh, we did record the Da Vinci one, didn't we? And had that all lined up. Here However, we we're trying to be as reactive as we possibly can. There was uh, an event that happened first of May this year, twenty twenty-three, mm-hmm. um, and that's what I want us to talk about. So it's a change to our scheduled programming, listeners. But really, just um, so that we can be more relevant and reactive and absolutely up to the minute with all your UFO-related news. Absolutely. So we will be talking about the Mona Lisa and Da Vinci next week, now, mm. instead of this week. Ha, oh, it's all convoluted. I mean, <laughs> we've already recorded that episode. <laughs> <laughs> so, now, something we talk about next week, mm. um, but it's going to be very relevant to talk about this week mm. because of the changing dates. Neil, how are rehearsals going? Um, They're going pretty well. I've I've... I'm I'm kind of on a bit of a break from them because they're rehearsing a lot of stuff that that I'm not involved in, right. and also it's hard to get time off work, 
although my time at Monopoly Life Size is coming to an end and I, I am actually getting demob happy. I've started making lists of things that I'm going to do once uh, once I have a bit of work-life <laughs> balance back, you know. And it is stuff because it's one. It's a long time since I've had a job where you have to take two meals with you. I mean, all right, yeah, you might occasionally be on a film shoot where you have your three meals a day there, but that's only one or two days. Yes. This has been a year and every day. And because it's, you know, I don't really get much of a morning. Um, I have to leave home at about 11 o'clock in the morning. Doesn't sound like the crack of dawn, but yeah, it means <laughs> you, you haven't really got a morning you can do anything with. And I don't get home till about nine o'clock at night. Um, it means that if I want to do anything, like have a dentist appointment in the morning or go to a show in the afternoon or, or just go to the pub in the evening you've got to take the whole day off there's no there's no way around it there's no splitting it there's no anything like that so it means there's all sorts of stuff I haven't been able to do like go for a curry go for a fry up breakfast in the local calf go to the pictures that sort of thing grow my beard back you know because I have to wear the, <laughs> the fake Mr Monopoly moustache my own moustache is not approved by Hasbro so I have to wear their their stick on one to be a convincing Mr. Monopoly. You've got to look like all the other Mr. Monopolies, that's the thing. Well, they don't even achieve that. So. Okay. <laughs> yeah, we are quite obviously different Mr. Monopolies. And occasionally we run into each other or we run into audience members who have seen a different Monopoly. So it's like seeing two Father Christmases, you know, it's quite obvious. <gasps> there's only one Father Christmas. Yeah, no, there's only one Mr. Monopoly, <laughs> supposedly. But, um, but there you have it. Um, so, so next week I know you're going to be talking about what you're rehearsing for the first time mm. but for the second time okay. Okay. it all gets convoluted for the second time, why don't you tell the listeners what it is you're rehearsing for um, I'm rehearsing the first a, time for the listeners I'm rehearsing <laughs> a show, a, a musical called A Soldier's Woman which is only going to be performed four times over two days on the 8th and 9th of July that that weekend at the Cockpit Theatre in London in Gateforth Street near near Edgware. Edgware that's Road. in England. That's in London, England, yeah. <laughs> so um, if you want to see me sing then or, or act, then come along to that. <laughs> I haven't done anything apart from Mr Monopoly for the last year so it's nice to be doing something different and also the Mr Monopoly role seems to be winding down they're changing the structure of the games they haven't come up with a role for Mr Monopoly whatever they come up with is obviously going to be an afterthought because they've already decided Mm. what they're going to do with the rest of it Um, it would just be up up above somewhere in a boardroom in Rhode Island Hasbro executives are going to be saying well we have to have Mr Monopoly you've got to fit him in somewhere and uh well, so anyway, I'm taking a break. Yes, I'm and to doing do the show. A, a soldier's woman. A soldier's woman. A soldier's yeah. woman. And I'll be putting a link in the description below. So if any of our, well, I was going to say, if any of our UK listeners wanted to come and see it, but of course, if any of our listeners at all wanted to, you know, hop on a red eye mm. from New York <laughs> to London. I don't know why I'm doing an accent. Um, you shouldn't really speak to any of those. <laughs> um, yeah, then, uh, then, then have a look at the link below and get yourself tickets. Make sure you get them as early as possible because uh, I'm sure it's going to be a sellout. Oh, Are tickets so. going well? Um, I don't know. I have okay. no idea. 
okay. It, it's yeah, it's one of those things that you don't, we don't always know, do we? As, no, as performers, we really don't. Um, but yes, getting to hear Neil say, I, I'm going to be going to see it. I don't know which performance yet, um, but I'm definitely going to go and see. It. Do, do you want to know which performance I'm going to be in? Um, or are you not surprise me? Surprise you, okay. Yeah. Okay. I know some 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 actors really don't want to know when somebody they know is in the audience, do they? Some are just not. But I mean, yeah. I, I, I'm I'm happy to know, you know. But I know mm. some people like it freaks them out. It, it depends on the venue. I mean, when you came and saw me at the Coliseum, I was on stage mm-hmm. and couldn't see the audience. Yeah, it was just no. black. It was only when we came on for the curtain call and the lights went up, we could see, oh, there's a whole wall of people there, 2,000 <laughs> people looking at us that, that yeah, we just couldn't see. Whereas I remember one time acting in Wimbledon Studio Theatre and we had to come on in pitch black, which is quite difficult, and, and take our seats, which were quite close to the audience. The audience were in front and to one side. Um, and as soon as the lights came up, I was looking straight at my brother from a distance of about six feet. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that that was a bit distracting. Okay. Um, but yeah, okay. you have to deal with that's the life of an actor, isn't it? Dealing I'll, with I'll try not to get a front row seat. <laughs> Please don't, because I'll, I'll be. You know, when I first come on, I'm quite a long way upstage anyway. So. Excellent, excellent. Now I've been trying to think of a segue. Uh, from one show to shows in Las Vegas or mm. something, but I can't come up with a decent segue today. So let's just plunge straight through. in. <laughs> let's go straight in. So this is kind of at the time of recording this. This is a little bit breaking news. I mean, it's it's been um, out for a well. It happened about six weeks ago, almost yeah. six weeks ago now, um, but it's only been out in the public domain for about a week mm. uh, that we've known about this. This is a really curious case um, that happened 1st of May 2023, this year, mm. um, around midnight in Las Vegas. So to lay out kind of what what we know, mm. this light falls from the sky, there's an almighty bang... Mm-hmm. Um, people feel the impact. They they can sort of feel the ground sort of shudder when it impacts. So it obviously hits with some force. Um, these two brothers uh, allege that it has whatever this is has crashed in their back garden. They put a call into the police. Actually, the, did oh, they, the police? Did they say it had crashed in their back garden? Yeah crashed or landed it had it had basically gone into their back garden okay i thought it was just or somewhere nearby to, i thought it was yeah, close somewhere to, close, by. close he said he felt the impact of this thing landing. yes um yeah it might be close to their back garden i know they've said like oh it was like behind the forklift truck and things like that. so i think mm. we're talking i mean this is america so you know space space here in london is is at an absolute premium isn't it yes you, know, you pay like a million pounds for a square foot of land um it, i mean it's not quite that bad yeah it's bad we, we, we don't have um hotel balconies we can stand and watch nuclear weapons being tested like they did in las, in las vegas <laughs> no but yeah so so i mean their their yard might mm. be quite a big old thing mm. um, but yeah they they put a call into the police um it's not just the two brothers they then get sort of 
parents around as well um, and they report seeing beings eight nine or ten foot tall um, mm-hmm. they seemed a bit unsure about that gray greenish in color skinny with large eyes and large mouths um there's a circular imprint in their backyard or in this area um these creatures before the police arrived so they've gone by the time the police actually arrived Hmm. um but while they're basically waiting for the police they go back in the house they can hear these creatures sort of labored breathing um hear them walking about on the roof of the house and absolutely terrifying um to them I think that covers everything that they reported. Can you think of anything else there? Um, well, the police turned up because they'd heard this about this thing falling from the sky. So they were kind of in the area asking around if anyone had seen anything drop out of the sky. Um, the guy did make a call through to, to 911 if if the video is, is to be believed. Um, this is just a picture of his phone making this call. Um, I think he would have got a much better response from 911 if he'd have just said, there are some intruders in my backyard, instead of trying to tell the dispatcher, oh, these are aliens from wherever, they're 10 foot tall, these these strange beings. Um, you can you can hear the scepticism of the, of the 911 you- dispatcher, but the police turn up because they're looking for this, the source of this loud bang anyway mm. um, and they seem quite quite credulous they go and they go and look in the back garden that's where they encounter that perfect circle um, made in uh, it looks like gravel or sand someone's mm. drawn a perfect circle um, but I mean there, there are plenty of comments about this about this video that he made just before you go on to those, just to corroborate something, because you sounded mm. a little bit, I, I won't say sceptical, but kind of... <laughs> really? Say, Did o- I? Open mi- no, no, I'm not going to say sceptical, but, but kind of open-minded to the possibility that that uh, call to the dispatcher might not have been genuine. The police themselves have, have released the audio, uh, the audio calls and their body cam footage of the police captured this light falling so that's there but also the actual call that was placed as Mm. well that's been released by the police so it is it is corroborated it is genuine that that's absolutely that the police did turn up um not just that they turned up but on that video that you're talking about so this is um Oh, what's the name of his chat? It's cre- hmm. the, one of the brothers has basically created a YouTube channel and posted a video about this. Uh, this is Alien Society 51. Uh, if anybody wants to go and look up that. Uh, they, they've, yeah, got, they've just got that one Society video. 51. So it's Alien yeah. Space Society 51. Yes. Um, so, yeah... Uh, I mean, he describes it as uh, "I had aliens in my backyard, part one." Yeah, um, there isn't part two. Oh, I suppose he's kind of he, he, <laughs> he future-proofing. Did, he did at the end of his video promise there would be a part two. 
yeah, we haven't had that as yet. This is a recording as of the 12th of June. Hmm. There hasn't been a part two, but uh, worth looking up and worth looking at his video. Uh, um, worth looking only... at the comments as well. Um, many, many comments are supportive of him. Mm-hmm. Um, someone, someone here, someone called Hecatomb, H-E-C-A-T-O-M-B, um, says... I still don't get how if something crashed in his yard, wouldn't you take a picture of the craft in your backyard? If the aliens got out and ran away, wouldn't the craft still be there? Okay, so he did say... He he didn't say the thing crashed in his yard. He said he felt it crash nearby. However, someone else mentions that, well, if the if something crashed nearby, how come they couldn't find the crash site or a crater? Um... Somebody else, a guy called Anthony Rainier, says, "Okay, here's my only issue with this entire story. There's an hour of time when you're inside the house before the police show up. Clearly, you have camera phones, but the only video you captured is in the front yard and shows nothing. Why weren't you looking out the window to capture a photo or video evidence? I'm going to address that one. Uh, Our regular listeners will remember that I had my own suspected encounter uh, in my flat. Yeah. And the absolute terror that I felt compelled me to to stay hidden away, to not approach. I mean, I could have I could have taken my video my my phone uh, mm. words. Um I could have taken my phone out, switched it onto video, opened the door from my living room to where this encounter hap- had happened, I could have taken video, for, but I was too scared. It, I was too gripped with fear to kind of do anything, I suppose, provocative. Um, Apart from... I, I, just, I kind of didn't want it to be happening. That, that mm. was the overriding um, emotion. So I get why they didn't. I, I get why it just didn't strike them to do it but they were they were searching at one point he goes into the into his garage to get a to get some tools or something for some reason and um he's he's got his camera out he's, he's videoing but it doesn't pick up at no point even though they are videoing lots of this and the police arriving that you don't see any of these of any of these beings that he talks about well, the police. By the time the police arrived, it was all gone and done and over with. Um, and the footage that you get when the police arrive—that's the body cam footage, because mm. um, that is public now. You know that's that's easily accessed. I I have to say, I mean, this guy isn't ever named at any point. Um, this story was covered in the British press, but only. Um, suspiciously in the Daily Express and the Daily Mail as far as I could tell very right wing very right wing very right wing very unreliable Um, a few years ago Wikipedia ordered all information whose source of origin was (laughs) was the Daily Mail to be removed because they're just too unreliable um, prone they don't engage in any any fact checking and, and actually print stuff that 
blatantly isn't true when it suits their agenda. So, um, and and they don't mention this chap by name. Now, I, I can understand why. <laughs> I can really understand why. Well, I mean, this guy, this guy's created a YouTube channel. Aren't we entitled to? And he, we can see him plainly. Um, anyone who knows him will recognise him. Aren't we? Most of the the messages, the comments on under this video, uh, are, are positive. Well, you 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 just said a word there, um, mm. and I'm going to pick up on this. Um, he said, "Aren't we entitled?" The answer is no. We're no, not entitled. Poor choice of words mm. there. Um, <laughs> are we entitled? We're no. We're not entitled, but you know. He's not trying to hide his identity. It almost just seems like an omission that he just forgot <sighs> to say, I'm so-and-so. And, yeah, we know what he looks like. We know he lives in Las Vegas. We know he lives with his parents or his, his dad. I think his grandmother was there, wasn't she? Uh, um, I think so, yeah. And his um, brother. Well, like you say, anybody would recognise him who knows him, but then they probably already know the story. Mm. Um, so... I I I get obviously through our YouTube channel I get mm. a lot of positive comments through mm. our Twitter we get a lot of positive comments we also get uh, our fair share of abuse as well mm. um, through those uh, uh, through <laughs> those mediums uh, um, now uh, abuse so I mean we don't share that publicly yeah i i mean i certainly um when i go into the crop like crop circle facebook is is mm. a weird place um because you you have this massive division between people who it, it seems to be people who either think oh it's all like aliens who are like you know mm. the second coming of christ and it's all um it's all you know uh, it's all something biblical that's happening through to you know, or there. No, every single one of them is man-made, and you're a lunatic if you think otherwise. But, but given that this is this this um, podcast is a discussion, and we would discuss various facets, very various aspects of something from differing points of view. I mean, what what are they taking issue with? Are they taking issue with one of us telling us yeah, one of us is an idiot, or we're both idiots for discussing it, or, or whatever? We're just trying yeah, to get to. Uh, we, do you know what we get? We yeah, we get all of that. <laughs> okay yeah i suppose that's that's the world of social media it it makes people very very ang to even entertain the idea to present an open mind mm. makes some people out there very very angry now i would i would suggest yeah. like switching my psychology degree on for a moment i would suggest that actually what it does is it makes them scared you know the unknown mm. is a is a real driver of fear for a lot of people and and if it's unconsciously triggering for them um they're going to react they're going to lash out and uh, yeah so i that's my obviously i'm making assumptions there but mm. yeah that that's kind of the best i can go with so i totally 100% get why this guy's not going to put his name to this okay um, because I couldn't track him, you know, if, if I tried, I wouldn't be able to track him down on Twitter or, or hmm. Facebook or anything like that. You know, or I could send, like, abusive messages on his YouTube, I could put abusive comments, I mean, not that I would, I'm not mm. suggesting that <laughs> yeah. for a single moment, but, you know, somebody who is that way inclined. But it's easy to deal with these things 
if they haven't got you by name. It, it's mm. always interesting the the personal attacks. Yeah. Uh, people, so these attacks, the the, <coughs> the the nastiest ones are always like really personal. Mm. The more personal they can make it, the better. It seems so. Yeah, I I get no, I get why he wouldn't want to put his name okay. to it. Um, I, I appreciate this guy isn't by any means a professional presenter. However, I do have some tips for him. Um, first of all, it, it, this, his video is very hard to watch because he's he's constantly leaning forward. Yeah, every few words he'll lean forward to make some to adjust something yeah, next it, to the script. He, He'd written a script and he was scrolling through the okay. text. He was recording it on his phone. Now, bear in mind, this is a guy without a, you know, as as kind of as professional actors, we've got tripods, we've got you know things mm. that we've got professional setups because we'll do like self tape yeah. recording. No, this was a guy who basically had his phone lent up against something. But he's doing it and every few words. He's not you yeah know, bringing up a paragraph and reading that and then and then. Yeah. yeah, he's obviously not editing it at all. His, um, no. you know, it it just made it very distracting because it's every few words he's just constantly leaning forward to fiddle with something at the at the side of the screen. Also, um, he keeps saying, he keeps saying, "You have to believe me. This isn't a hoax. This isn't a scam. Um, I swear, I'm telling the truth." And every time he says that, his credibility goes down a notch. For you for me and i think for anyone you. you know when someone ring if you've ever had a, a scamster on the phone telling you yeah there's some been there's been some unauthorized activity on your amazon account and you need to do something otherwise hundreds of pounds is going to it's going to flow out somewhere um and they're they're constantly saying to you i promise you this isn't a hoax this isn't a scam you've got to do this you've got to press this combination of keys on your on your computer no it's that's what scamsters will will tell you. The the FBI apparently have a department that looks for online you know, internet scams, mm-hmm. and one of the main ways in which they search for these scams is they type in a text string which is "This is not a scam." That's how you can tell something's a scam because it will have those words attached to it. So the more you're saying, "You must believe me. This isn't a hoax. This isn't a conspiracy theory," it 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 drives your credibility down. I I get what you're saying. I disagree when you say that anybody would see it because I don't see it in that way at all. I think you you absolutely hit the nail on the head when you say this guy is clearly not a professional. Hmm. And no, he's absolutely not. No. Um that's fine. He doesn't have to be. He's basically he's a guy with a phone who decided to share his story with the world. Hmm. Now now I'm going to throw one thing out here that to me is absolutely it makes it kind of crystal clear that this is not a scam his YouTube channel with this one video Hmm. has 11,600 subscribers Uh, the video itself uh, see how many can I see how many views it's had? Oh, it's had 591,000 views. Yeah. That is way in excess of what is required to for the YouTube channel to go into monetization. Hmm. 
Uh, basically, you need a thousand subscribers and you need um, so many hours watched, which it's, it's going to be way, way more than that that he's achieved. Mm. Uh, but he hasn't monetized it. He could very, very easily. And, you know, just by like, basically, when you get the adverts, yeah, on YouTube. I, I just think um, yeah, he needs some sort of presentation training. If he's going to if he's going to make a thing of this, uh, because I, I, found, I found him quite hard to watch. I, I, I understand what you're saying. But to me, this actually adds to his legitimacy. And, and when you're saying he keeps saying, look, I'm not making this up. You have to believe me. He's saying that because I think if he, had he not had this experience and he had heard this story from someone else, he would think that they were talking batshit, crazy nonsense. But you don't. And that's why he, in his head is like, look, I'm just telling you what I saw. Like, yeah, I wouldn't believe it, but this is hmm. what I saw. I, I think he's absolutely genuine in what he's saying. I, I mean, I know these kinds of things are verbal tics that that people, even our generation, will say things like, well, to be honest with you, um, mm -hmm. well, like, you weren't being honest before. Um, young people will say something and then say, and I'm not even lying, yeah. like, like you normally do about everything else. So, yeah, these are <laughs> these are verbal tics. But they... Yeah. they you, you ever heard hear of the salesman's boa? No. Uh, B-O-A, boa, mm. like a boa constrictor. Mm. Uh, basically, boa. obviously, and actually... Yeah, there's something. If you're doing a talk or a presentation or um, a, mm. a or trying to sell something, and and I do it, I'm you know, you start a sentence with, well, basically it's mm. this, or well, obviously it's that. Well, actually, it's it's this called the salesman's bower, and it's something to avoid. It's actually a way of just like giving yourself that little bit of extra time to think, feeling yeah. dead air. And a lot of what people say um, when they're saying things like, 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 <laughs> I'm like, like this, I'm like that, I'm, what was that, what's that George Formby song? Why don't women like them like men like me? You know, that's, he's using the word like in, in the right way, but to just, just put it in, it's a verbal tick. It's almost like you're, you've got to keep your, yeah. you've got to keep your voice going. As soon as you stop talking, someone else is just going to interrupt. Um, do you get me is another one. You get me, you know what I mean, like, I was, you know what I'm I, saying. I was like. walking down the road, do you get me? And uh, this thing happened, do you get me? Yeah. yeah. yeah know what I'm saying, like, you know where I'm coming from, like. I mean, yeah. even people like, I mean, you watch someone like Prince William being interviewed. I mean, maybe he's improved over the years, but uh, I've seen him being interviewed and he's just saying, sort of like, you know what I mean, like, and stuff. And I think, really? Is that how you... <laughs> you've had this massively expensive education and that's how you talk now. Right. I'm, uh, so I'm going to pull you up now on this because you just said Prince William, who has all the elocution lessons and speaking skills training courses in the world, you know, mm. no expense well, A better education level. than we could ever dream of affording. Oh, absolutely. And you're pulling up this this poor guy in Las Vegas for his presentation skills. What I'm pulling him up on is actually things that make his video difficult to watch. Um, the constant fidgeting, the constant leaning forward to to yeah. You know, 
I, under I understand exactly what you're saying, but you know, bear in mind this might not be his first language. English. It, it, it's not his first language. You can tell. You know, and I, I know his first language is Spanish. So reading I'm not, it, I'm not from pulling him script, up on that. Sorry, reading it from a script is going to be absolutely he, essential to him. But then. he doesn't look like he's reading from. He looks like he's just saying it. But other, he looks like he's speaking off the cuff. Oh, to me, it's absolutely obvious. That's exactly what he's doing. Because he's, that, he's that's got it all written out on his phone, and he's reading. So he it. actually wrote down. You've got to believe me. This is true. This isn't a hoax. This is, uh, you know. It's probably more bullet. I mean, obviously, I, I, can, I don't know what he wrote. No, but, but I, would I can understand someone it's more bullet constantly points. saying that if they're just speaking freeform and they're filling space. But to actually write that down and then deliberately say that. Okay, we're talking. No. We're talking about yeah the quality of his presentation. <laughs> all I'm saying is constantly saying you've got to believe me this isn't a hoax makes it makes you well yeah, all you hear is the word hoax fit on fit conspiracy theory absolutely. you know it just makes you think of that really what's this and, and also another tip if you're going to show video footage show video footage of something i mean most of the time we're looking at what's going on here we can't see anything i think he's just showing you what he's got yeah but don't oh, there, there's nothing there and that a few people commented on that. Yeah, you know, he's showing video footage, and there's nothing there. How did he? I, also, I want to know. Um, how did? Obviously, he he thought to video his telephone while he was making the nine one one call. We can see the the video of the phone and and hear the dispatcher. Um. Uh, not necessarily. And, and where did he get the? Um, I mean, some of it is. Um, police body cam footage where yeah. did he get that from the police don't hand that sort of stuff over that yes be they a... have done they've made it public and the same with the call from the dispatcher do they so the image he, he shows an image of the like the phone but that could be a mock-up and it could just be yes this is public, I thought you had to get publicly a, available thought you had to get a court order to get police no, body no, cam footage the police have released it very freely they have openly released it only words that say that uh, oh crikey! Uh, <laughs> you want me to give you the YouTube link? Uh, sorry, the um, no. Okay, uh, it, it's a question. It's a question. It, it's it, it come is up. out there. It's definitely out there. Definitely. Okay. Uh, um, in that case, are they only releasing it because <laughs> they say, "Well, we might as well give it to him." There's nothing on it. There's nothing to see. Let him have it. You know. Make of it what he what he can. That's, but that is, you've got video footage which doesn't show anything. And okay. certainly no footage of, of these aliens. They're, they're clearly looking for these aliens. They're hunting them. They're so, oh, they're in the backyard. Oh, let's go in and see. Oh, look, there's a perfect circle in the gravel. But no sign of these aliens. Oh, he's in the garage. But somehow just never get any footage. Well, I mean, I yeah, I, I, I can sympathise with that because, yeah, you're talking about like the body cam footage and the call. Mm. is because they have been released. That's not him recording those. Mm. Um, that has just been publicly released. There's a small bit of footage that he's got. Um, but, you know, there, there's a kind of a moment of terror in that. So, you know, the camera not mm. pointing the right way, I, I understand. But also, like I say, comparing it to kind of my... what I thought at the time was mm. um, an encounter... The absolute terror that comes with that—you you just don't. Okay. Uh, it, it just—it just doesn't occur to you to record. You know, people. 
people have said to me about that you know why didn't you just record why didn't you you know set up an audio recording well, why didn't you do it it's, here's someone for me someone called i was too scared someone <laughs> called tasty cake um who comments he's reading the story provided by chat gpt because who needs to read their own experience if it happened then you would remember and speak from the top of your head Kid is a straight-up fraud, and he and his entire family should be ashamed of themselves for blowing this up without proof. I'm going to say, sorry, that's from Talk Cake? You tasty say? Cake. Tasty Cake. I'm going to say Tasty Cake. That's a load of bollocks, because, as I said earlier, this guy, you know, it's not his first language. I would, if I was going to present something publicly hmm. in a language different to my own, I would definitely want it written down. Hmm. And I would be reading it from us from that script. Other comments. Um, someone called Tom Simon fourteen one four. Tom Simon fourteen. Yes, he took no pictures. There's the first major alarm bell. Straight up hoaxer. Someone else who I can't read because it looks like their name is in Japanese. He was so calm at nine one one. Then justifies that he was too scared to take a photo. This is in Nevada, so I wouldn't trust them at all. I would um, say other people don't more confuse hostile. bravado with com- with calmness. Hmm. I would say, yeah, there, there are two different things there. Yeah. Um, it didn't yeah. actually sound that calm to me on the call. It sounded agitated. I thought. I, I didn't. I thought he was being very calm. I thought, why? why no, my thought was, why are you telling them it's aliens in your garden. Why don't you just tell them an intruder and then, you know, you're more likely to get a response, aren't you? Because if this thing... So so kind of empathise and put yourself in that position. If it's there and it's happening, you're just going to tell them what is there in front of you. Mm. You're not going to think, oh, hang on, if I tell them this thing, yeah. I need to tell them something completely different. You're not, you're not going to think like that. You're just going to tell them what, you, what you're seeing. Yeah, it's just the fact that, you know, he's... He's he's talking about the experience. He's 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 showing video which shows nothing. Yes. So why is he? But um, and saying, look here, look you. Oh, oh yeah, we 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 didn't catch him. No, okay, no. It it doesn't help. It. I I agree. It it would be hugely helpful if there was some absolutely unequivocal footage. But there isn't, you know. We we work with what we've got. I get I get the impression then that you don't basically you don't believe this guy. Is that a fair? Yeah, I don't believe him. Okay, um, uh, I absolutely do. Okay, I mean <laughs> it's interesting. I mean the two newspapers, although they're they're really crappy newspapers, they are really gutted journalism. They just report the story pretty much as he tells it. They don't um, yeah. they don't offer any any kind of analysis or, or whatever. It's an easy space filler for them. Yeah, to be fair. that's yeah. Uh, a that's story like this. Um, Fox News did a similar thing, you know. Again, very mm. right wing um, media outlet, um, and it's good distractions as well. Uh, you know, um, let's face it our 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 UK right wing press and are going to be looking for any distraction against the fact that Boris Johnson is just like resigned before he's pushed out and mm. uh, other <laughs> notorious MPs as well a jumping ship um, before things come out about them so yeah 
the right wing press will want distractions at the moment. Yeah. Uh, so this makes for a nice one for them. Anyway, so yes, we're on very much. <laughs> it's yeah. rare that we're we're this diametrically opposed. I'm I'm all the things you've said, all the, the reasons you've given mm. for why you don't play. I I to me that actually adds credibility because he's not professional. He's not. Yeah. Anyway, um, what do you think, though, listeners? We really would love to hear your thoughts and feelings on this. And in fact, well, we've already uh, heard so, so uh, a few people on Twitter kind of uh, drew my attention to this one uh, as it was breaking. So thank you, thank you so much for that, uh, everyone who messaged us with it. Um, and yeah, let us know what you think. Uh, General Rod, I'm going to put a link to his video uh, oh, yeah, on definitely YouTube do that. in the description below. So have a look. See if you, you know, if you agree with Neil, does uh, does he come across as a bit of a shyster um, hmm. in the way that he's presenting? Or just natural, just someone just relaying the story as they saw it? as I believe um, or do you have a different view again from either of us do let us know exactly what you think uh, you can and I mean that you know even with the abusive ones that <laughs> we get do let us know exactly what you think yeah. uh, you can let us know via the usual means you can email us aliensexplored at gmail.com you can find us on Facebook and Twitter by searching Aliens Explored and of course we are on YouTube as well with our YouTube channel and uh, I mentioned earlier about you know if you get to a thousand subscribers you can start monetizing that is actually a goal of ours at the moment so if you go <laughs> over to our YouTube channel and give us a like and subscribe uh we'd very much appreciate that Thank it you. won't cost you a penny uh, and no it absolutely won't um you just might have to put up with adverts small adverts on our chat on our videos in future hmm. um but yeah so let us know what you think join us next time though when we will be uh We'll be going back to our scheduled programming Ooh. with the Mona Lisa. So we've got lots of links in this description. We've got your play, we've got this guy's video, <laughs> and we've got the usual ways of contacting us as well. Um, so yeah, so next time will be Da Vinci and uh, the alien potentially hidden inside the Mona Lisa painting. And until then... My goodness... Keep watching. Well, keep watching the skies and backyards and everywhere else. But uh, but make sure you take a video footage of anything you see, otherwise you get called a liar by me. <laughs> <laughs> take care for now. Cheers then. Bye bye. Aliens Explored is a Fecal Films production in association with Juicy Falls. Music by Darren Mafucci and editing by Stu Jackson. Find us on Twitter or Facebook by searching Aliens Explored or visit us on aliensexplored.com.